Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Quite simply put, today we remember one of the greatest of all time. We remember Bobby Bowden. Joe Rigotti, let's hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Yes, it's a day that we knew was coming. It also, when we found out yesterday Bobby Bowden had passed, did not ease uh, any of uh, the shock and the pain. Uh, but what it has done is it will allow us to pay proper respects to uh, maybe the most influential figure in the history of college football, and here especially in the state of Florida. We start off the work week here on Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker coming to you from the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the a little bit overcast Intracoastal. Joe Rigotti hanging out with me until 1 o'clock on ESPN 106.3. Coquel has the day off. I want to jump right into it because... Back on July 21st, if you recall, I was at Big Ten Media Days, and that's when we found out, that's when it was announced that Bobby Bowden was terminally ill. And when you hear that, you don't know. You don't know the timeline. It could be days, could be weeks, could be months, could be a year, year and a half. But uh, we knew that Bobby had been sick. Uh, things had taken a turn for the worse. And when we found out that his son, uh, Terry Bowden, who is now the coach at Louisiana Monroe, had left that team team to go see his father on Saturday sort of had an idea of what was to come and uh, we uh, inevitably found out on Sunday morning that Bobby Bowden had passed away but I also think that this is like on July 21st what we did on this show is we decided to talk about Bobby and decided to hear your stories about Bobby Bowden because nobody should have to wait until after they've passed to uh, hear what sort of impact that they had on people, both positive and negative. And with Bobby Bowden, it's been overwhelmingly positive. And so today, now we're in a spot where we talk about what he meant to us and what he meant to us as fans and what he meant to us as college football people and as people as a whole. And we talk about legacies. And Bobby Bowden's legacy to me is all over the place. And I'm not quite sure that his legacy actually lives on the football field and with the national championships. I think Bobby Bowden and the way he conducted himself was, for me, what sticks with me most about his legacy. And throughout the course of today's show, we're going to talk with former players and we're going to talk with current coaches And we're going to have those that were alongside him in the locker room and played for him tell their tales. But I'm going to tell you my impression of Bobby Bowden. The legacy, the portion of his legacy, the lengthy scroll that is his legacy, what stands out to me, what resonates with me, the college football fan, the person that as a kid watched his Florida State teams dominate. But by the time I got down here, to the state of Florida, and here in South Florida, 
It was just every season, people wondering when he was going to retire. So I never got the full-fledged, close access, this is Bobby type of treatment that so many of you did, especially so many of you that are mourning today that went to Florida State. But for me, the man exuded grace. You talk about wide right, wide right too, wide left. There was never one time that he pointed fingers or heaped blame on anybody or trash-talked Miami after those crushing losses. He always stood up there like a Southern gentleman and owned it and got his team ready to play the very next week. Your bitter rival, Miami, and three different times in critical games, your kicker misses. And he never buried the kicker. Never made a change of that position afterwards and owned all of it. That is grace. That is grace. The 11 wins vacated by the NCAA over the academic scandal that in retrospect, it's so silly. I mean, it is so silly. The NCAA trying to send some sort of message that still has yet to actually be deciphered about what happened at Florida State. So petty, taking away 11 wins from Bobby Bowden. And Bobby never complained about it. He never got angry about it, at least publicly. Did he ask for them back? Absolutely. But if you recall, Bobby Bowden became the all-time wins leader after Joe Paterno had the 100-plus games taken away after the Jerry Sandusky scandal. And multiple times, on the record, Bobby Bowden said, It makes me uncomfortable to be called the all-time wins leader. There's nothing to celebrate about it. A circumstance like this should never be celebrated. That is grace. Because he could have absolutely just used that and said, hey, this is me, all-time wins leader. But he knew the scope of the situation. He knew the seriousness of the situation. And he never celebrated that. But it's also, too, the way in which he never rubbed any of his success into anybody. He never overwhelmed you with it. Very unlike his successor, Jimbo Fisher, who uh, his arrogance is off the charts. Bobby never had that. I mentioned Southern Gentleman earlier. That's what he was. Bobby Bowden was the ultimate gentleman who ended up being one of the greatest college football coaches of all time, assembling some of the greatest rosters in college football history. And at the time, in 99, had the only team in college football history to be number one every single week of the season in the AP poll. I mean, that is remarkable. And he did it all while doing things for people. He always had an ear that people could talk to. He always had the time for people. He didn't brush anybody off. He wanted to get to know you. He wanted that connection. He wanted that relationship. And I can't single out one of those instances because I've seen hundreds of people tell those stories since yesterday. The great Bobby Bowden listening to them, praying for their father, praying for their mother, writing a letter to their sister, taking a photo, signing an autograph. Like That's what Bobby did. That's the stuff that stands out because so many people in our world just flat out suck. But that was Bobby. Bobby's legacy to me is the grace in which he conducted himself with.
It had nothing to do with what happened on the field. But there are a lot of fans, I'm sure, who are going to say, no, 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 he didn't get enough respect for what he actually did on the field. So let's talk about Bobby Bowden's legacy. He passes away yesterday morning, and now we get to discuss the greatness of the man and the impact that he left especially here in the state of Florida and especially here in South Florida and especially here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast where there's so many Florida State fans, Florida State alum, those today that have an opportunity to talk about the man Bobby Bowden. To you, when we discuss Bobby Bowden's legacy, what stands out most to you? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Bobby Bowden, his legacy, all of the things that he did on the field, off the field, the relationships that he had, what stands out most to you? What's the thing you keep going back to about Bobby Bowden's legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Twitter where uh, Senator Ted Koops Tweets, just being a great person who is nice to everyone, even Steve Spurrier. Damn right. Even Steve Spurrier, the ultimate college football troll. To this day, Steve Spurrier is still taking shots at Texas as they make the transition to the SEC. Is still taking shots at Georgia. Is still taking shots at any other SEC team that falls in his sights. And that's right. Bobby Bowden was graceful, even to Steve Spurrier. Uh, Paul Hours tweets, Bobby won a ton of games, but never made football more important than it was, which is why he lasted so long. I think there's something to that. I mean, Bobby Bowden, it was not a, a great start at Florida State. He got a real long leash after he headed to FSU, headed to Tallahassee from West Virginia. But the fact that he prioritized the right things is what helped his longevity. It truly did. But going back to the point I'm making about Bobby Bowden and grace, his grace being to me what I go back to with his legacy, I had mentioned that I came down here to South Florida in 2007. This is when I started working here at the old ESPN 760, which has turned into ESPN 106.3 and ESPN West Palm. And every single year, those three years, those final three years of Bowden that I was down here, it was him constantly facing questions about his retirement. What's Florida State going to do? They're not the same team. They're playing 500 ball. When's Bobby leaving? When's Jimbo being elevated? I was here for Jimbo being named the successor, the coach in waiting. That just sped up that discussion. When's Bobby out? And then finally, Florida State made the announcement that was going to be it for Bobby. He was going to go into his final season. And... He never, ever flinched, never got argumentative, never got upset, was never standoffish, was never defensive about all of the questions that he got about when he was going to retire. Think about that. Think about how annoying that would be. Like for me, I would be really annoyed if I had to walk in every single day to ESPN 106.3 and have someone ask me, hey, Ken, when are you stepping away? Like, when are you going to get out of here? And I'm sure some of you want to do that on a regular basis. But how annoying would that be? And to know on staff that you have the guy 
that's going to take over for you. And how about this? After the fact, Jimbo takes over, and Bobby stepped away. Didn't go to games. Was not in public around the facility. Wasn't on campus. Stayed away because he didn't want Jimbo Fisher to think that Bobby Bowden was looking over his shoulder. I mean, that's incredible. And that takes a lack of ego. That takes a lack of arrogance to be able to do that. Bobby Bowden built Florida State football. He built it. Didn't create it, but he built it to what we know Florida State to be. He's the reason Florida State became what it became. And for him to just step away and say, hey, Jimbo, this is yours, takes a lot, man. That takes an awful lot. That's a huge part of his legacy to me, is that he was just a damn fine human being. What about you with Bobby Bowden? What stands out to you most about his legacy after he passes away yesterday morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head back to social media here uh, because we have a, a couple of other really good uh, insights from fans. I always think, and this is according to Mike Wichter, at Mike Wichter on Twitter, I always think about how much his players loved him and vice versa while they were playing and after they left FSU. You don't hear often anybody say, oh, Bobby wasn't the coach for me. That sucked. I had a terrible experience at Florida State. He looked out for his guys. He looked out for his players. Andrew tweets, wide right. Unlike other teams in Florida, he never shied away from Miami. His impact on players off the field was always more important to him than what happened on the field. And sweep the leg tweets, very similar to Andrew. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. Bobby Bowden would schedule anyone to play anywhere at any time. 1993, this is one of my first early, like really in my face, seared into my memory, college football recollections. 93, you recall, Florida State, number one at the time, goes up to South Bend to play Lou Holtz and Notre Dame, and they end up losing. That should have, could have derailed the eventual national championship season. Bobby didn't have to schedule that game. He didn't have to bring his team to South Bend. He didn't have to bring his team to Notre Dame. But Bobby would get the call, and he'd say, let's make it work. And he went up there, and Florida State lost, lost late in that game. And then the very next week, Got a massive gift when Boston College went into Notre Dame and won in South Bend. But Bobby would play anyone, anytime, anywhere, absolutely. He didn't have to play Miami. They did it because he understood the rivalry. Didn't have to play Florida. Did it because he understood the rivalry and understood the significance. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. I love that. Bobby Bowden would absolutely play any team, anytime, anywhere. What stands out to you most about Bobby Bowden's legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Jay is in West Palm. Jay, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jay? Hey, not much, man. You know, I remember when I was a younger person in the 80s, and uh, I didn't know a lot about Florida State football, but I was tuning into a game, and just basically speak in terms of the game, talk, the way he spoke about his players, mm-hmm. and, and never put them down, and I just listened to him, it was just something that resonated about this guy. Because I felt like this guy, for some, for some reason, he wasn't a coach. 
you know, and, and it always struck me that he was really passionate about the players that played for him. And, and to this day, I've been a Florida State fan, and it was just the way that he conducted himself and he carried himself. Yeah, it's just a, a personality about him. And, uh, Jay, appreciate it. You're breaking up a little bit there. But think about it. A guy from West Virginia coming to Tallahassee and then heading down to Belle Glade and sitting in the living room. Like that's not that 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 was not a a normal thing, and Bobby Bowden, big Southern personality, sitting down in the living room, say of a a Jesse Hester, and saying, "Hey, this is why you should come play at Florida State." Like, think about that. It takes someone that oozes oozes personality to be able to pull something like that off, and he did it, and he did it. A man, those ninety three teams. And again, being a Chicago guy, I very much remember the hysteria around Notre Dame when they beat Florida State and they got elevated to number one in the nation. Uh, but man, that 93 team, Charlie Ward, like that's the first team truly that me, young me, because I was nine years old at the time, that's the one that stood out to me as my first taste of what the standard of college football is. Because I was still a little bit too young for late 80s Miami and didn't quite wrap my mind around it. Florida State, Charlie Ward, 93, Bobby Bowden, his big block letter FSU hats, like that. That's what my first true taste of college football was before my fandom and my awareness of all of it really, really evolved. What stands out to you most about the legacy of Bobby Bowden? We celebrate him. We don't mourn him. We celebrate him the day after his passing. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll continue to take your tweets. We'll continue to take your calls as well on Bobby Bowden. And when we come back, our Brian McLevin Rowitz had a chance to catch up with former Florida State football captain, Palm Beach Gardens alum, Dr. David Castillo to talk about the man, the legend, Bobby Bowden. You'll hear that when we return. Joe Rigotti hanging out with me. I'm Ken Lavica, and Ken Lavica Live is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They are the standard when it comes to you getting into the sports industry. I saw Dr. Jim Reardon, a couple of tweets uh, in remembrance of Bobby Bowden uh, earlier today, even yesterday, but the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, Dr. Jim Reardon, the head of that, and what a job he does. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is your path to sports. It's your red carpet to sports. You put the work in, and you're absolutely going to uh, get what you aspire to get, including Adrian Pina, who uh, got his MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. He is now the Director of Annual Giving and Ticket Priority at Auburn. A little SEC love there with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, but it's not just big-time college athletics. It's, oh yeah, the NFL. It's the NHL. The Dolphins. The Panthers. It's at the local level. The Palm Beach County Sports Commission. It's all across the country in in college athletics uh, where you see students who got their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. And it's because the professors work in the sports industry or getting firsthand knowledge and it evolves with the times. It's not stagnant. You're learning and you're experiencing. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for spring semester courses. You can do them remotely or on campus in Boca. It's as simple as logging on to fau.edu slash MBA sport. 
David Castillo, Dr. David Castillo, Palm Beach Gardens alum, former Florida State captain, and he will talk with Brian McLovin Rowitz when we return a special edition of Ken Levick Alive as we remember Bobby Bowden here on ESPN 106.3.